Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are episode 158. 158. We've done it. We seminal episode. The peak of our Everyone podcast. says 158 is the heights. Ah, it's, all yes. downhill. it's all downhill from here. That Lynn Manuel Miranda episodes. vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you, Jimmy? I'm okay. It's a Monday. I'm not hungover anymore, which I was yesterday. Well, that's so that's great. a positive. It's good um, that it didn't last two days. Yes, which those are now a thing. At our age, those 100% are a thing, and I have experienced them, and they're a nightmare. Truly, truly horrific. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. I, the idea of a two-day, I don't think I've ever even come close. Well, I don't Who knows? You haven't? Um, I, I've definitely had them. I had the worst one. The first one I ever had was when I drank Everclear. In college, uh, I drank. But like Everclear college, your metabolism is like. I know. Well, that's that just shows you the strength of Everclear. Okay, um, this is an Everclear story, Everclear, not a college just, story. Yeah, yeah, much more an Everclear thing. Uh, but yeah, no. The older I get, I'm. It, the second day isn't like you're not like oh I'm hungover. You just don't feel right, and it just kind of. It's kind of a thing where if you get wasted on a Friday, it just kind of ruins the whole weekend in a way. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's, you, you got to push things that you were scheduled to do on Saturday to Sunday, and then you just don't feel great on Sunday either. So it's not like it's not like you feel the the intense. It's just you know, there's there's levels to it. It's important to have levels. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, <laughs> So what's going on, Johnny? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I wanted to just sit in the Avicii thing for a second. Um, <laughs> Speaking of uh, Avicii, do you want to introduce our guest? <laughs> I sure do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of a man who's going to die before his time, uh, Mr. Joe Strix. I'm too short to die. That's the tall people <laughs> thing. Is that true? It is true. We do die faster and younger. Yep. Ah, but then you get buried in satin. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> Guys, man. The bits are taking a minute, but they're hitting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we've got who is that? Lady Antebellum was that their yeah, song? That's right. Yeah, tight. Hey Johnny, love to hear a Lady Antebellum reference. <laughs> I get what the kid wants. If I die tall, that's bury how the song me starts. in satin. Right. Lay me down on a bed of uh, you know a bed of roses doesn't sound comfy. I'll be honest. You Sounds don't have bad. one. Have I ever had one? Yeah. No, I, I, I wanted a waterbed. Um, bed of roses never would have really crossed my mind. Right, 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 right. Actually, bury me like... on a bury me on a bed of water. That's what I would like. I would like like in my casket. Just in the casket, it's like why is the body why is the body moving? <laughs> just like just the body's like slowly like. Blah, blah, I want to have a really blah, blah, blah. undulating funeral, you know? Yeah, hell and, yeah. And and if the audience could sort of coordinate a wave that goes along with my body's rigor mortis movements mm-hmm. i also like that you called the people attending your funeral the audience <laughs> it is johnny it is technically your last show ever that's your last show yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah put in the work at least give them a tight five and if that tight five is just your dead body on a waterbed 
honestly better than any Type 5 I've had thus far. Uh-huh. People take <laughs> water out of the waterbed for the two-drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. The the water in the waterbed is uh, whiskey. Yeah, yeah, that's no, right. It's, it's a it's a big bag of Franzia. That's what it is, and then everyone can <laughs> just have to, slap the bag. You have yeah. to slap it, and that's what sends your body going all over. The I place. also like the idea of if you misinterpreted a bed of roses, like an intern did it, and it's like just a bed of uh, like the stems, and it's just a bed of thorns. <laughs> that's that is exactly where my head went. Where I was like, I didn't even think that it would just be rose petals. Or even just like rose buds. I assumed that it was whole stemmed. Right. It was a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bush. It was a whole bush of roses right. yeah. that they grow on. <laughs> on I mean, if, it, I guess that's punishment for dying young. Like you. you yes. You, very good point. Especially if you died unbaptized. You know, a, a thorny bed is your is your your pathway to eternal punishment. Yes, we yes we here at the Geneva Baptist are very pro baptism. We're not. <laughs> We're we're pretty anti-religion. Aside from that, we do we do believe if you die unbaptized, you're going to hell. That's just the way it is. There's no there's no way around it. I think Andrew Way would also support us in this one. So we're we're confident in our stance. What I've already I don't have much else written in my will at all actually. But the one thing I do have, rather than like donate my body to science, is I want to donate my body to Mormons so that they can baptize (laughs) baptize another person in the afterlife. Andrew really hasn't made too many food from religious documents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But today we're going to be making the bread from the Old Testament. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're going to be making the loaves and fishes. I'm going to I'm going to make a fish recipe. It's just a fish on a stick by by a pond. He just makes hundreds of barrels of fish. It would be yeah. it would be a fun editing trick too to be like to like fake yourself doing Jesus magic and then suddenly have, there are a bunch of fish. Has Kitchen Impossible done the loaves and fishes uh, <laughs> <laughs> recipe from the from the New Testament? No, but it was a Top Chef challenge in season eight. It was <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. Oh, that would have been the best. I'm so disappointed. Chefs who have two hours to eat a crowd of five thousand. Can you imagine the guy that you are given one fish and one loaf of bread? Make <laughs> yeah, it happen. Make Our it Lord happen. and Savior did. <laughs> running, running There's to the president, pan- running to the pantry, like, oh, oh. <laughs> and it's still furnished by a healthy choice. <laughs> I love. I would love that on an Iron Chef, like the 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 revelation of the secret ingredient, and it is a fish and <laughs> and a loaf of bread. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh man! Uh, you guys well, been? I... Joe, it's your turn. To... It's your <laughs> turn to talk now. I was just about to say, man, we took a week off and didn't miss a beat. <laughs> Come back firing on all cylinders. Yeah, that's right. We missed a week because I had to do a work thing, and um, yeah, we just didn't do it. Yeah, because because one of us has a very serious job. Just one of us. Yeah, I work for the <laughs> FBI. Uh, uh, I'm a female body inspector. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Card carrying uh, member. Oh, ladies, I'm sorry. That's not true. It's a bad shirt, and I actually, I'm a, I'm a, I'm actually a female brain inspector. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. If the listener could see the look on Joe's face right now, it is someone who is the most pleased he's ever been with it's himself. It's pure joy. It's pure, unadulterated joy. Oh. 
<laughs> just coming it's the to worst. a stage near you. <laughs> it's the worst possible, like, like Tucker Max ass attempt at feminism, where he's like crossed <laughs> out the the body on a female body inspector shirt and just put tape over it that says brain. <laughs> Listen, it's the small steps. Okay, sometimes you gotta. You, it's not. It's you're not at the destination yet, but you have to applaud the journey so far. You know. Honestly, fellas, those shirts are wrong, and they should say brain, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> God. Back. How was uh, everyone's two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty solid. Any any good cooking been done? Um, Nothing crazy. I made uh, this Greek marinated chicken that was delicious. Put it over a salad. Ooh. It was wonderful. Greek yogurt is the best thing in the world. What a versatile, Greek wonderful thing. It's truly the jam. Yeah. For a little marinade. Mm-hmm. It really was great. It was tasty with uh, garlic and lemon and a bunch of other stuff. It was great. Uh, nothing in recent vintage, but given this last little push in our weight loss competition, we're trying to like uh do some good healthy uh lean protein meals with some salmon fillets and some chicken and i'm excited about it and some asparagus yo asparagus in the air fryer is the jam asparagus is too expensive there should be a government law to make it less (laughs) expensive because every time i'm like ooh, i want some fucking asparagus and then i look at what i get for what i pay and i'm like uh come on yeah can it be a little better it, it, it's not that bad, is it? Asparagus? It's more expensive than you want it. That's all I'm saying. It's not. It's not unattainable. I listen. I can afford asparagus. You right? got asparagus I'm not, money? Like, I'm not. I, yeah, I got asparagus money. Okay, sure. but like, it's more than I want it to be. That's all it is. Because like, and sometimes you, you know, you get a bundle and you're like, you're like, I don't like when you buy something and you can count how many you're getting. When it's like, this is 15 asparagus, and it's you know what I'm saying. Like, I right? Don't know. It just is. It's not enough asparagus for your money. Yeah, exactly. What we need to have is really is a revolt. Hopefully, one that that doesn't result in an asparagus massacre. This is this is a this is a joke for zero people. I, I this is a joke. Including, actually, including John and I. It, it, it was also is a joke without any context. It's just that I've been reading a uh, hundred years of solitude, and in it, they note fictionalized events of the actual banana massacre. The the best part of the best part of any joke Man. is where you need a whole shit ton of <laughs> of context that, that, that no one else outside of your brain has. So guys, normally I yeah. know what you're trying to do, and it's just mm-hmm. not funny. Same. This time I didn't even have a hint of where you were going. <laughs> this time, not only was it not funny, yeah, we didn't know what you were trying. Yeah, to no, do. no, guys, it was bad. It, it, as good as female brain inspector was. This is it was the opposite is, of that. This is the equal but opposite of a perfect as, joke like the one that just a, happened. What a nader of joke telling to just hit the absolute bottom, the Mariana's trench of my joke rating ability. Anyway, oh. excellent. Johnny, uh, I saw that you did a little Sue's veeding. Oh, James is going to be so mad. I did some sous vide. It felt like a slap in the face that you chose to do fucking carrots as your first thing in the sous vide thing. That's not true. I did eggs as my first thing. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, at, least, <laughs> at least do like a delicious steak if you're going to do it. Like, it, it, it genuinely feels like you're taunting me. No, 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 no. It was The carrots were just... So what I did yesterday was I put carrots in uh, the sous vide cooker, 
for 40 minutes and just let them go. And then, and then six hours later, they were almost ready to eat. All you had to do is make put more things on them. And then I took them out, and then I did fish. in the, And that was actually delicious. So I did some flounder that I got from the fishmonger down the street. There's a fish store. Monger was, might have been excessive there. Uh, <laughs> Monger is such an aggressive word for what people it, actually do. Yeah. It just it it just brings to mind some hunched old man pushing a cart on the street who probably says like slurs that you can't understand in a language that you don't even really know exists. I I always think of mongers in the frame of war mongering, which the my introduction to that word was from in Lord of the Rings when Aomer says or what's his name Wormtongue says war mongering to Aomer, but it sounds like he says warm hungering. So for a while, I was just like, what's warm hungering? And then I, like two or three years later, figured out that he was saying warmongering. And then ah. to, to to juxtapose warmongering, mongering war with fishmongering, this is at least the second time that I've done a, a protracted <laughs> discussion about the use of monger I, yeah. for I fish. Feel like monger, I feel like monger is a word that they can say, but we can't say. You know, it's like... yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. Unless well, you yourself are a mongerer, you can't say monger. Well, I do have if, an ocean card. If you go to the uh, the woke section of busted tees, you'll find female brain <laughs> inspector, and then right next to it, you'll find a shirt that says "monger fish, not war." <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> They're both great I want, shirts. I, our first, the first binging with Babish shirts should be monger fish, not war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make a billions. thousand percent. I'm writing it down. If you would buy a shirt that says monger fish, not war, uh, write in, you fucking cowards. Send us, send us fifty dollars. Yeah, we'll send us fifty dollars each. Send us fifty dollars and a, a shirt size, and then we will send back. A poorly made shirt in the wrong size. <laughs> we will buy a pack of Hanes tees and in Sharpie right on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white t-shirt. It's poorly written. It's in different fonts. Uh-huh. And it's the wrong size. And it's Sharpie it's gonna... and it bled through to the back because we didn't put a piece of cardboard in between. <laughs> and rather than take an L on the first shirt, we sent it out. And mongers misspelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma- manger fish, not war. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, God. So I made flounder in the sous vide yeah. cooker and uh, paired it with some potatoes that I sliced on the mandolin and had it with some carrots. And it was very, very good. Uh, in retrospect, the fish was so delicate after it came out of uh, the water bath that I didn't sear it, and I wish I would have because it would have been a nice little bit of texture. But I also think it might have fallen apart in the pan as well. So, yeah. Uh, but texturally, like it was perfect. It was like perfectly cooked fish, and like that's what it's meant for. So fantastic feeling. Uh, and it was a housewarming gift to this sous vide cooker, and I'm very pleased that we have it. And I'm also pleased that James hates it. Yeah, it always, honestly, my enjoyment of anything increases, I don't know, 10, 15 fold if I know that James doesn't like that thing. <laughs> it makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> I also made a gigantic thing of banana pudding uh, for Emily's Dude, birthday. Not I'm only was that thing gigantic, it looked fucking delicious. It was really I'm, good. I'm going to throw that up on the uh, IG slash Twitter, which I'll try to be better about posting on. But Put my fish to make James upset, too. Can yeah. I ask why it was so big? Because uh, it looked is like better. it was like five pounds of pudding. No, no. I mean, it was one. It was uh, 
one recipe's worth. It was the Magnolia Bakery uh, banana pudding, and it was the recipe online. And it was it was one pack of Jello, three cups of whipped cream, little like one can of, one can of condensed milk. You like fold it all in, so it just becomes like texturally one thing. That guy is uh, that guy's five pounds of pudding in a ten pound bag. You know what I mean? That's like a way to call someone stupid. Pretty cool. I did a lot of layers of banana and nilla wafers to make it so tall. Uh, yeah, pr- the presentation was uh, exquisite. Looks fantastic. It was really delicious. Uh, it what was did probably, you sprinkle? What did you sprinkle on top? What is that? Uh, some crushed up Nilla wafers. Fuck yeah, man! It was very I, good. Uh, it was not good for the last legs of a weight loss challenge. I'm gonna need to go into serious mode for the next two weeks if I want to have a chance of winning. <laughs> Johnny, I think you should just fucking give up is what I think <laughs> you should do. I think you should give up and enjoy the next two weeks of your life. Listen. And just let me have some money. How about there's that? There's no way just I'm not uh, working really hard to save $32 <laughs> or whatever it's going to come out to. <laughs> right. I, that's that's what I was saying to Amanda because I also have like been up and down the last month and, and I was like, she was like, well, why don't you just, you know, take the loss? Because you, you're clearly like, from where we started, I feel better. I've been exercising more, eating better, et cetera. But I was like, that's not enough. I, I'm going to starve myself so as to save the money and also so as to prevent others from getting my money. I think I'm it's not enough. Gonna... I, think you should, I think you should both just quit. What if you just quit? Have you ever quit anything? It feels great. Buddy, it really I does. love to quit things. Yeah. And it feels great. It's the best thing. Then I'm not going to gonna give in and let a group of friends and a guy I haven't met win <laughs> <laughs> this thing. Hi, Spencer. He's listening. Hello. Hey, Spencer. He just got his shirt. I ordered his shirt, and I'm very excited to put it on. You ordered a shirt that he had in his closet, and you made him give it to mm-hmm. you? No, no, no. He's got his company. No, I know. I was, I was bland, joking. Bland Creative, I believe. It just sounded like, it's like very intricate bullying to be like, hey, give me your shirt. <laughs> No, Bland mail Creative it to me. is a very fun name for a company. Yeah, Bland Creative, right? yeah. Shout out Bland Creative. Follow them He's on very uh, Instagram and give them money to do projects. They are not sponsoring the show. Anyway, who is sponsoring the show? Johnny? No one. BustedTees.com. <laughs> Ever wondered what would happen if my t shirt was woke? <laughs> BustedTees.com. Uh, you can also check out Stomps.com. Uh, stomps.com it is it, it is for local theater productions of the broadway show St- St- stomp that's <laughs> what's called stamp nailed the landing yeah. johnny take take the wheel out of my hands i can't hold it too much longer all right we're gonna talk about binging with babish it's a youtube cooking show and uh andrew ray this week made uh pork chops from a video game Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we're taking a look at Mirage's Pork Chops from Apex Legends, the recipe for which is available in one of the loading screens. One of the game's writers, Manny Hagopian, also tweeted a revised recipe, so we're going to try both and see what happens. Yeah. Apex Legends, which I haven't played, but I have friends who play it, and it's a battle royale game. I know that. I love... My favorite game is a battle royale game, but Apex Legends is way too fast-paced and aimed more at children and i don't like that and that's why i've never played it james is a PUBG guy i am a PUBG guy i haven't played it in a while now i think the game is slowly dying and it i mean it will die soon but i mean it's still my favorite game of all time i've put so many way way too many hours into it and when i look back i'm like what if i actually put that time into something fulfilling and creative and you know what 
I can't change the past, and so I just kind of ignore that question. If Why is the James, game dying? Maybe you would, if you could change the past, maybe you would have stopped the banana massacre. Anyway, Johnny, you were saying? I asked why he stopped playing, or why is the game dying? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's four four years old at this point. It's coming up on being four years old, and people, they, they've not done a great job of updating it. It's always kind of been a shitty game from the, like a technical standpoint. There's all these bugs and problems with it, but that also lends to the charm of it. Um, and they're just not great about keeping up on it, and it's just people are losing patience and... Uh, Moving some on. of the decisions they've made yeah a lot of the gameplay decisions they've made have moved away from why people liked it in the first place is one of the skins that you can have sort of like an let's say like an fbi shirt <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna return to the well until the teat is dry <laughs> pork chops Honestly, i'm assuming that none of us we don't need to talk about you haven't played the game either, Joe, I'm assuming. No, no. Great. We don't need right. to talk about Apex Legends. Hey, if you like Apex Legends and you're listening to this, tell us why. We don't understand it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't relate back to Mario Kart in some way, I'm not interested. Kart <laughs> <laughs> uh, or party. Those are your options. Ooh. Uh, so he makes, uh, in the game, someone references a pork chop, and on one of the loading screens, they show the they show the recipe. So Babish first starts by making the recipe from the loading screen, and it has an insane amount of clove in it. Yeah, way, like way too much clove and cinnamon, so much so that it makes what would have been a glaze into a paste. And if, there's, if I've said this once, I've said it a hundred times, you can't baste with a paste. No baste, no paste. I don't think I've ever <laughs> bought clove. Or could tell you what it tastes like. Uh, I, I bet you've ever... had it. I bet you've had it in a hot holiday drink at some point. <laughs> no, I haven't because I don't like hot holiday drinks, and I avoid them because I don't like them. Hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's because what I'm smelling and getting from them is clove, and I'm like that doesn't seem appealing at all. I've definitely had it as part of like a like a hot mold, apple cider mold kind of thing. wine or something yeah. like that Does it's that in a mold wine in it? it's in a hot apple cider a hot toddy will occasionally have a clove in it sure mm. yeah it, it, but this this rather those all have either like a hint of clove uh, a touch of clove or, or something this was this was like a clove holocaust this was that a, was it was almost his entire jar of, of clove of clove spice jimmy you may have had cloves in you know like when a holiday ham is like decorated and studded with those little things throughout it that's a clove Mm -hmm. i feel like you might have seen a clove in the in one Uh, of your hams at some point okay feels very 80s that that style of for sure but Um, like that goes to like the reason they do that is because you put a tiny clove in a ham and it like scents the whole thing because it's so potent yeah crazy it does the the paste that resulted looked like 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 brownie batter it looked like a chocolate yeah it didn't look good at all but that's because it was not a real recipe it was a it was probably a fake recipe that some game designer threw up there right and either missed like miscalculated the numbers or was just like yeah and these things yeah it was it was it was objectively capital b bad the whole outcome this is i think one of the more fun versions of this show which is a random thing from a show that was an afterthought, taking it to its logical conclusion, and then doing a good version of it, which I do think we all really enjoy in terms yes. of show formats for this. This is yeah, this is a fantastic episode to show to somebody to be like, this is what this, this is, is what the yeah. show is. Yeah. This is a yes. classic version of it. 
mm-hmm. the second version of the pork chop that he makes is a little better. It's got a glaze that is a little bit more proportionally correct with ingredients. Yeah. Uh, but it burns a little bit in the pan. Uh, too much sugar in this. Yeah. Too much right. sugar in the house. But I did like the, the introduction of pineapple juice, especially freshly squeezed through a lemon squeezer. That Very was fun. interesting. I enjoyed that. Because uh, a lemon squeezer, really, it really is more of an anything a squeezer. You know? It's you can a, put anything, anything in a lemon squeezer. Anything is anything if you believe in yourself. You know what I mean? That's true. Also a busted tea. <laughs> Uh, on, the back, the f- on the back of the female brain inspector shirt, it says, anything is anything if you believe in yourself. Two completely <laughs> unrelated <laughs> phrases on, this, on the front and back right. of one black yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, the, I, I remember a shocking amount of busted tees from like when I thought, like when I was like, what, 14 years old and when like my mind was blown that you could have like a funny shirt. Oh, like, man. I thought it was the funniest. There was one of a, a wizard swinging a baseball bat that said fantasy baseball, and I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Uh, Johnny, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my, uh, my Paddy's Community College School of Bird Law shirt that I'm pretty sure I got from Busted Tees. <laughs> I, have, I have a shocking amount of T-shirts that are probably from Busted Tees. <laughs> Even inadvertently, this podcast is sort of sponsored by Busted Tees. Busted Tees. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Uh, okay, so the third version that he makes uh, is the good one. It is the biggest pork chop that I've ever seen in my life. Good Lord, that was supposed to be two pork chops, right? Like just because it was two, it was two ribs. Yeah, right. it looked like that should it should have been cut in half. But man, was that thing huge! But man, did he make it look good? Yeah, he sous vide it. The the uh, method of our uh, ongoing moment, feud. I don't know. It's it, no, it is it is a point of contention the method by which he prepared it, but it, he it, he made it look great. I think it was awesome. He made a glaze. For this, I will say, it did at least seem to make sense. And I think it I think it works especially well for something like a pork chop because yes. in my experience, especially pork chops tend to. I I haven't really, I don't think I've ever had a pork chop look that even close to this good. Right, most yeah. of the pork chops They're I've also, had have been disappointing. They're hard, yeah. They're hard to they're hard to cook well. Pork chops are also the the led to one of my favorite things growing up. One night at dinner, my mom my mom made pork chops, and we're sitting there eating, and and my mom goes, "So what do you guys what do you guys think?" And my dad was like, "I mean, it's really it's kind of tough." He's like, "No," he goes, "This chicken is kind of tough," <laughs> and my mom goes, "It's pork." He goes, "Oh, then it's really good." <laughs> <laughs> Just a fundamental misunderstanding of how he meat just works. Wasn't, yeah, he didn't know. He just didn't. He was like, man, this chicken kind of sucks. And like, <laughs> yeah, that chicken sucks because it's pork. And if if you're ba- if you're judging it on what pork is, it's actually pretty good. I That's guess. That's a great yeah. way to go into anything that you think might be disappointing is to think that it's something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be a pretty solid but, commercial for the pork industry. Yeah. <laughs> pork. It's not good chicken, but it's great pork. <laughs> This uh, is where um, sous vide cooking shines, which is like a thick piece of meat that you need to get a yes. consistent cook on. So, like, I think this yes, was yes. like the perfect application for it. It did. I've never had, and maybe this also might speak to why my pork chops have never been fantastic. It was he cooked it like medium rare, yeah, which I know you can do with pork, but I've never had pork cooked to order, like cooked 
that rare. Not cooked over. Like, yeah, I, it's always just been cooked through. And it's not, like, I guess well done then. Because I've never seen, like, the a pink gradient mm, sure, in right. the pork that I'm eating. Yeah. And that was a little strange to see. But it still, I mean, it at the end, it looked fantastic. Even though, as he pointed out, he plated it and it did. It was, like, pink. The from pink from the pork, that they that uh, sweet potato um, puree he made that go underneath was bright yellow, and then the glaze was this like maple brown. It all looked. I I mean he's right in that it looked like traditionally unappealing from like a this needs to be plated well type of thing, but it still I was like that looks fantastic the way it was cooked and everything. It looked great. Yeah, I I feel like. Um the flavor profile that he put towards the glaze would lend itself to like, if you did this as a Hawaiian dish with like a, a bed of like pineapple rice and uh, yeah, like, like like you could, if you wanted to do like a low down version of this, like without a humongous pork chop, you could like do a spam version of this or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. The part that we all laughed at that was very funny. And he admits to at the end, he starts plating it and it looks visually unappealing it was a sweet potato puree and then pork and then a sauce it was all like oranges and yellows and it did not look good it looked i think it looked yeah, it objectively tough. bad it ju- it looked yeah it looked like what a what an idiot's version of like fine dining would be you know what i mean right but at the same time he said it was like delicious and one of the best things he's ever cooked which goes to show that like the instagramification of food is stupid correct yeah which is yeah which is what yeah which top is what five I and taste like, it doesn't it doesn't matter what food looks like. All yeah. that matters is what food tastes like. Yeah. Well, I think it matters a little. Like, I do think there's, for Emily's birthday this weekend, we went to a, a Peruvian restaurant and everything was like beautifully plated. And like, there is something very nice about like the food being visually appealing and then eating it that does make me very happy. And I disagree because I think <laughs> things could be, I think, play, I think plating, you're, I think you're right and then it can, it's it's nice to look at, but food fundamentally doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm saying it's like some of the most delicious things I've ever had have been like stews that are just like it's basically slop. I'm right. Like, this is the most delicious. Or like a Dorito with squeezy cheese. Yeah. Because yeah, ultimately, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I ultimately mean, I, it's food. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I under, I fundamentally disagree with you, but we're not going to get past that. I think there's a different <laughs> thing to be said though for like a dining experience at a restaurant versus just straight up yes, talking about correct. taste. Sure. Sure. I think I think if we were to be a better podcast, we would have segments like this that were called uh, point counterpoint or something better. But it would essentially be a point counterpoint with with the subject generally being capital F food, you know, food point counterpoint, you know, and then you guys would like go at it and I would be a moderator. I think that would be a fun segment. Well, hey, it's always nice when it hits in the chat, you know, (laughs) (laughs) always good to have your ideas feel like they were heard uh i like the idea that a good podcast has sections (laughs) Mm. that's the only thing we're missing and speaking of speaking of which unless there are more things to discuss here we are we are due for our next section should we hit me with that section play that theme song corresponding with cowards boom that one's in the bank very good. Um, Crushed it. This first one comes to us from Mike B, who has uh, who has written him before, uh, a good friend in Coward, uh, with the subject, Crepe Balls of Fire. Hey, boys. Some other crepe store names. Crepe Expectations. The Crepe Muppet. <laughs> Craper. <laughs> uh, 
one for Incredibles fans. No crepes. Oh my god, that one's perfect. That's good. That's very uh, good. Ad- admittedly confusing since all they will serve are crepes, but worth it for the quote poem. <laughs> or something with God is crepe. So God is crepe is essentially the pitch for transubstantiation, and that's how uh, that's how communion started. It's I like God is I like God is crepe because that's that's that can be like a. Um, yeah, it's like a Muslim-themed crepe uh, place. Cause, yeah, it could be really good. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, I was also thinking banana as my one addition. Uh, definitely not mm, strawberries yep. with Nutella, but when Joe and James opened my eyes or ears, because podcast, uh, to all the possibilities, I think I'm on team pretzel crumbs. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but maybe Joe's idea could work without the Nutella, so basically French chicken and waffles. Bam! All right. Point like is, it. chicken tenders and chocolate <laughs> should mix. Put, put, should, they should always be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. chicken and chocolate. Uh, <laughs> Mike says, also, basketball. Okay, bye. Hear you next week. I'll say on that last note, uh, Mike, I don't know if you noticed, but the Pistons are bad. But we do have some young guns and some pieces in place for the future. Very exciting on, time. On the opposite end of that, the Knicks are good? Wild. Eh, to a degree. Yeah, comparatively they're, they're, speaking, they're a four seed, but they also have an uh, atrocious record against teams above five hundred. So we'll see how the playoffs is when they play only teams with records above right. five hundred. But although not necessarily true in the East, because there will be teams, as there always are in the East, with a losing record in the playoffs. That's a good point. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a blast. I will Actually, say, it's almost like the, the the regular season doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> It's cool to watch uh, Julius Randle like turn it up and like yeah, right? be a force. He's, he's I also think fun it's fun story. for LeBron to say that whoever invented this play in tournament should be fired. I think that's a very <laughs> fun thing. <laughs> well, because like he he carries enough weight that that kind of thing could come to pass. Oh, for sure. Like that comment <laughs> definitely is gonna hold weight. Yeah, it's, it's also hilarious because it was like five months. It, there was some quote from him like last year or five months ago talking about it. Where he was like, yeah, I think it's a good idea. And then as soon as he slips into the, into uh, oh, I, like, is that this true? Sucks. Yeah, because I, I was listening. So, yeah. I was listening to Lo- Zach Lowe's podcast, and he said in LeBron's defense, like when they first floated this idea, he said he thought it was a bad idea then. Oh, did he? I yeah. saw. I saw another maybe maybe they misquoted him or something like that but oh, it whatever like I, the, the internet allows for conflicting information to become real uh, simply mm-hmm. by its existence hmm. i would trust i would trust zach Lowe over what i read than 100 <laughs> percent. but also in lebron's offense i wouldn't want to be in the playoff game either if i was if i was in his position i'd be like this is stupid at all oh, for stupid. sure for I, sure i'm i'm already enshrined and you guys are doing this uh Thank you, Mike B. I hope that covers all of your uh, NBA needs for the week. This has um, been Binging with Basketball. <laughs> and we have one more quick one. This is uh, in the Twitter DMs from AJ, who says, uh, shout out from Manchester, England. Yo. Whoop, whoop. Uh, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Manchester, England. <laughs> What's up, family? <laughs> Home of the Juggalos. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I actually like the Babish podcast. Wow. <laughs> wait, wait, that's the we, subject? No, no, no. This it's in Twitter DM, so it's so it's it's just hi, shout out from Manchester, England. Oh, sorry, actually, this is this actually is a, like sorry, the Babish podcast. I call it that, uh, but out of thirty to forty five minutes of said podcast, four to eight minutes actually about the web series. But yeah, it's a good show for me to practice some New York accents for when I come over. And he asked what tidbits would you like from England? 
Uh, and I said, whatever you got. And I also noted, since he's a Mancunian, I asked if he supports United or City because James supports City. Uh, and AJ is a United fan. Fuck, boo. Get <laughs> his, AJ. I uh, think this wh- is our second message from someone who says that he listens to our podcast to help learn English. <laughs> yeah, which is nuts because you're listening to three people speak it terribly. But good good luck. Uh he says, uh, my wife is a sous chef at the training complex for United, which is kick-ass. Oh, that's awesome. His dart uh, flights are inspired by a classic United kit. James can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, respect, dude. Yeah, uh, but he says his dad is a City fan, uh, so he will be smiling from heaven at the moment. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to laugh at that. It's funny to imagine, AJ, it's funny to imagine your dad listening to this podcast from heaven if part of heaven includes <laughs> listening to podcasts I, I, joe i think it was more in reference to city being in the champions league final and less about his dad listening to our no 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 i'm choosing i'm choosing to, i'm choosing to think that it's that he's listening to the podcast <laughs> that this is the only podcast that makes it to heaven yeah 100 yeah, percent. which if it is i'm gonna rethink about trying to get to heaven <laughs> uh manchester like the rest of the world is getting someone back to normal hard to describe the food scene uh, everyone trying to be everyone else. It's a big melting pot. And then he sent the darts that are that have like the old man U kit on them. It looks sick. Um, but yeah, that's from AJ. Uh, I think I think what we can all take away from that is uh, James, go fuck yourself. That's right. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Um, I hope our accents uh, provide you the practice you need. And also, AJ, you can fuck yourself oh, as well. Oh, wait, time out. There was one. There was. <laughs> There is one more, because uh, <laughs> I said this is incredible. AJ, you made my day. Uh, we'll be sc- discussing this on the pod next week. And he says it's great to listen to the Chicago pizza one. You had me laugh out loud, you stupid bitch. <laughs> 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 Yo, AJ, you are an anointed king, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, that rules. Uh, <clears throat> I-, I was gonna say, do it. Do it. <laughs> no, I do it on my own terms when I want. Uh, if you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We are Gabbing with Babish on Instagram. And if you want to send us uh, anything, honestly, uh, questions, comments, queries, concerns, send those to Gabbingwithbabish at gmail.com. Bye, everybody. Bye.